Hey, this is Ben Owen, professional coach and host of The Awakened Man. In this podcast, we'll be talking about the work that's necessary for a man to do to be a leader in his business, a hero to his kids, and an all-round great husband. If you're like me and you're striving to reach your highest potential, head on over to awakenedman.org, where there are three things you can do right now to assess where you are, progress where you are, and we'll keep the third a secret. So head on over there and check them out. We want this to be the podcast we wish we had navigating, growing a business, having a family and achieving everything we knew we're capable of. We do our best work with six figure plus business owners who know they're capable of achieving more. Hey Pete. Hi. What's today's podcast on? You tell me, mate. You you (laughs) prep this one. It sounds interesting. So today's podcast is on why men need to quit porn. And uh, we're going to go through a a number of sharings, not just on porn. Like, you know, the the title is to to trigger you a little bit. Because I can imagine if you've clicked on this because you have a, a socially acceptable porn addiction, you use porn as a crutch for your relationship issues, or if you've just you're just straight up addicted to porn because it's what you've always watched. You might be single, um, you might be in a relationship. Porn is a pervasive habit. There's no two ways about it, right? And one of the things that I noticed is it's a, it's a very socially acceptable habit for men. And and I didn't really even start to dig into this until I until I started the the Awaken Man, yeah, with with yourself and and you're seeing. And you seen pointed out how much of an issue it was. Then every freaking guy I was speaking to, like num- numerous men, have you got a porn addiction? Yes, I watch it three, five times a week minimum. And and I was like, ah, right, it's more of an issue than I, I actually was cared to acknowledge as a like a normal bloke, right? <laughs> so I just think we this is needs to there needs to be a conversation about this. But what I want to do in today's podcast is we're going to tow, like we're going to tread the line of not just not just porn as, as an addiction, but it's like why do guys have these numbing behaviors, these socially acceptable numbing behaviors that we use, and what is the impact of that? Like Awakened Man is all about achieving the impossible, becoming the man you're capable of being. And this means letting go of some of these habits and behaviors and uh, just yeah, patterns that just aren't serving you and your relationship long term. So I'm I'm excited to go through this, Pete. Um yeah, did, what what's your what's, before we get cracking, what what's your insight? I even just hearing that title, why men need to quit yeah. quit porn. I think well one of my insights when you started talking there about just like social acceptance between groups of men. Yeah, absolutely. Like especially in your, your the younger days like in like teens and then twenties groups of guys just bantering about porn. Right. And it's like, it is absolutely socially acceptable and it's a laugh and and you get sent all these, you know, you know, the WhatsApp groups where it's all just like crude things being sent and there's, there's loads of it and it is socially acceptable. Um, until someone tells you that it's not, yeah and then yeah, good you point. know which you know and absolutely similar sort of experience for me right prior to the awakened man um no one had really said hey do you know what that's a bit of a fucking problem yeah like that that isn't normal for <laughs> a man to 
you know, to, to, to go through and to watch and to do and to, and so forth. Yeah. And I, I didn't even same say exactly the same for me. Like group of mates, we used to pass around like a VCD before, you remember like video CDs before, uh, yeah. <laughs> before we like had like the, you know, real digital age. And I was like, and it was just like, it was, oh yeah, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And it was funny. It was like, it was kind of a way we used to connect and we used to, it was a bit weird, you know, we were all watching the same pornography, but uh, it, it was a very shameful habit for me as well. Is it, you know, it was something that you did in closed doors, you know, very, if you, if you were in your family home, it's very embarrassing if you ever got caught by, you know, a family member, you know, got funny stories about that. But I think what happens is, is it's, you're in that explorative phase as a, as a teenager. And then naturally you, you men and meet a partner and start to explore that arena, which is the sexual arena with your partner. And then it was something that you've seen said, Oh, I think it was in the first year of, of him running the Awaken Man. And he said, you're surrogating intimacy for fantasy. And I was like, oh, you know, when something just hits you like, Oh shit. Oh no. And I, and I was like, oh, I'm actually, there's issues in my, my relationships like that I've had that I've not ever gone in and solved, had the hard conversations as we've talked about in the past. Because I, oh, do you know what? I'll just go and watch pornography and I'll, and I'll get my, you know, my fantasy experience through that. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a big place of work for me personally. And, um, yeah, that that was it. Like that was the I think was the moment for me. I was like, oh yeah, shit, shit I really need to quit porn. Yeah, yeah. When you <laughs> when you were just saying about passing the the CD around with all your mates, uh, you know that brought back a memory of um, my parents were together, right? So they they divorced when I was thirteen. So. I must have been like 11, 12 sort of age. Me and my mates, so we're young, like 11, 12, coming on 13, going in the woods. So I used to live <laughs> opposite this woods. And there was like hundreds and hundreds of acres of woods, right? We go searching for porn mags. Because <laughs> one day, like, I just found like a porn mag, right? It was just like a... <laughs> right? We go searching for them because like, back then, porn mags were a thing. And someone had obviously just, like, big black bags, stashed all their porn mags or thrown them away. Like, we used to go searching for them and, and, and f- try and find these porn magazines. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, yeah, you have that one, I'll have this one. Yeah. But, but, just- but, at, that, but that's at that age, that's at, like, you know, just, uh, like, as a, as, a, as a young, as a young, very young boy, you're just like, things are starting to happen. We're starting to get these feelings about what's going on down there. And why do I look at that? And I feel pretty good when I look at that. Yeah. Right. So as a really young boy, and then you get exposed to, back then it was porn magazines. Now it's just so accessible on on your phone and it's way more <laughs> hardcore, literally. Yeah, it is. Right. It is, yeah. And so it just becomes a thing. Yeah. And I never had that. Age. I, I never had that conversation with my dad. Like my dad never sat me down as a young man and said, right, this is sex. This is how it all works. Um, and one day I came in to my, my, my mum's house and my stepdad was sat there and there was a condom on the table and I, I must've been 16 and I just, you know, I started having like sex at that point. Um, it's quite late bloomer, like 16, 17, I think. And, um, it was, you know, that's a late bloomer, you know, like an assumption there. And um, I remember sitting, seeing the condom on the table and I was like, oh my God, we're about to have the conversation. 
<laughs> and to be fair to Jim, it wasn't a used condom. No, 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 no. It was a. It was just like a one, just like parked on the table because it was like Jim, my stepdad, saying, "Right, we're going to have this conversation because I, I, my, your mum wants me to have it with you." And he just had the conversation. He said, "Listen, if you're having sex, use a condom." Yeah, I assume you're having sex. It was really, I remember it, just my face being so embarrassed. It was really awkward. But he, as a man, sat there and really kind of just took the the he the way that he delivered that uh, as a, a father figure. You know, I, I was very lucky to have that um, because my dad wasn't in the home. And it was always embarrassing. So I learned a lot of my, you know, my first introduction to sex was pornography. Like, and, but... It's kind of this thing is that you have to kill the boy to become a man. And this is something I've learned again and again. So it's something I learned in the Awaken Man process is that you have to kill the boy-like behaviors in yourself to become the man that you want to be. And porn is one of those habits. It's a boy-like behavior. You know, when you're, uh, when you, we were laughing before because you, you, when you're young, innocent, and you're looking for information and, and like tutelage on that stuff, it's, it kind of is quite a cool, interesting way to go about it, find out really with your mates. But then it becomes a bit weird, you know, and it becomes a bit like, and there's something that Terry Crews said, because so Terry Crews is a big advocate for the no porn movement. Do you know the guy at White Chicks? Yes. Ter- Terry Crews. And he was just, it was an interview with him and I watched the interview and he said, you do realize half of those, those young girls who are what, who are in porn movies have real trauma around that sex and they are, have real low, you know, self-esteem and they've got real, some of them got real big issues with money and drugs. So you're basically masturbating to traumatized girls having, who've got money issues and drug problems. And I was like, Hmm, well, even if that's not true, which it could be, that's freaking hard to to actually accept that. And so that even further entrenched my distaste for my behavior. And I was like, oh, that doesn't sit well with me, especially having two girls myself. You know, I was like two daughters. And I was like, yeah, that just, you know, it's so it's incongruent with who I want to be as a dad. And then I was like, oh God, you know, so it's kind of like the final bastion. You know, my final, my final vice was like, oh, you know what? You know, I've, I don't take drugs. I'm not drinking. Okay, pornography. Oh, that's got to go to. And I was almost like, for me, it was like the death of porn was like, I had to have like a little, you know, the a little funeral. Bye, bye, porn. You know, it was, <laughs> it, it was like, but it was, it was like, I've, I'm committed to this. And when I was having guys having that conversation with me saying, I, you know, I've got a porn addiction, how could I coach them when I had the same problem? You know, when I was, you know, frequently um, using it as a crutch, not, not, you know, I didn't, I don't think I had an addiction, but I was, it was a frequent behavior for me, which I wanted to reduce and remove. So, so that was kind of like why it happened for me. Um, And it's, I think I'm inviting the guys um, who are listening you know, if this is triggering you, this is good because <laughs> uh, you're you're likely if you believe that you know the contrary, you'll try and defend this reason. Like now, this is the this is the difference, and we had this conversation last year. There's a difference between watching porn and, and masturbating. Masturbating health is healthy is healthy. Like learning to masturbate to with your partner, over your partner, like thinking about your partner is healthy. It, it improves your relationship, but 
secretly, shamefully, what you know, going off to your room and watching a video that if you got caught watching, you'd be really deeply ashamed. That's an issue. You know, that is a real issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at, at like, um, it's actually when we went to South Africa back in the last year, and we were just having a discussion around the table. I don't know that you probably will remember this. And we were talking about like last moments, like they were just talking about the, the concept of living moment to moment to moment to moment, right? And um, like, because you could die at any moment, right? And just to say you had the, you had that porn addiction, right? And you die in the moment where you got you got your dick in your hands and you're and you're jerking off to whatever whatever you're looking at, right? And that's your moment. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like oh that wouldn't yeah. want that to happen yeah and then you haven't you haven't had enough time to clear your search history gents imagine that <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and that was it you know these these things these conversations um where a lot of guys won't go um these are coming up for me last year last couple of years you know and i was like it started to get front and center and actually then i started to look into my relationship and i was like oh shit there's some things that me and poppy need to work on and we're still working on, you know, I'm, I, I always, you know, open, like we say this on the podcast all the time, there's work to do in my relationship. And because I want to have a, a really, really integrated, strong, long lasting relationship. And if I've got a crutch where every time that we're not having sex, because we haven't dealt with some issues or I'm not being romantic or there's not you know, real trust in the relationship or I'm not showing up as the man that we don't have sex, that then I'm, I've got this kind of crutch that I'm using to, to mask that. I'm just going to, it's going to prolong that issue. So what, one thing that quitting porn has done for me is that I really am aware of when we're not having sex. And it means that I need to go in and do the work on my relationship. And it's hard. It's not easy. And um, I can say that from being in the trenches, doing this work with you guys who are listening in. Um, so that's kind of, that's the, the kind of the pornography thing. Like you might be able to listen to this and you might be like, I oh, don't you know what? I don't watch porn. I don't have a porn addiction. You could literally change the word porn for alcohol, drugs, scrolling, sugar. Okay. So, so we're doing the awakened eight. We're starting on the, um, 6th of Feb of March. I keep saying February. Um, we've got a workshop on this on the third. So if you listen to this podcast, you probably will have enough time to, to register. If you go into the awakened man group, so if you, if you write the words awakenpod.com, awaken... No, it's, it's men's, so, oh, so menspod.com. Menspod.com, men's, sorry. Yeah, yeah. menspod.com. That, that there will just take you straight to the Facebook group. And then in the Facebook group on uh, 3rd of March, which is a Friday, um, we're going to do a workshop on the Awaken date. Yeah, 10 a.m. GMT. So what we're going to do is we're going to walk through the eight habits and actually quitting porn or the, the your common vice for eight weeks is one of the habits. Okay. Yeah. It might be porn, might be drugs, might be alcohol, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. And we, we you know, we started talking about porn, but gen generally it's exactly the same behavior that you, there's an opportunity for you to grow, to push into something uncomfortable and then you find yourself doing that, you're performing that vice. It could be you're drinking at the end of the day. It could be that you, you want to go and meet someone. You're about to go on a date and you have to, you know, have a drink beforehand. Um, it could be that you are numbing with sugar every time you're experiencing pain and discomfort. And pain and discomfort are associated with growth. 
And so this is why it's such an important habit is that our program is to help men grow exponentially over 12 months and they then their life. So they've got to get very, very good at dealing with pain and discomfort. Now, what we want to help them do is start to use things like tools, like psychological tools, the power of a group of men to stop numbing with things like porn, alcohol, drugs, sugar, scrolling, these behaviors that keep them stuck in like what I would call like boydom or guidem. Yeah. And that was something that has become more and more prevalent for me as even after men's business, I did my talk on this where actually it was, <laughs> I was like, I, I talked about masturbating. I talked about uh, jerking off so much in my talk, apparently that I've now become this kind of, uh, I've got, a, I've got a, a problem, but it, I a actually, problem. yeah, I've got a wanking problem, but I actually haven't. Um, you know, I shouldn't even defend that because it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, I should just like, let it go and let, but 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 what I was biting. Lo- yeah I was I'm not biting um, because it's I know because if I do it's going to get worse but it was about impulses it was about that you as a man I can guarantee that you are acting upon some kind of impulse that is fucking your life up in some way yeah I can guarantee that because I know that because I have impulses and I act upon them and when I do I have shame afterwards and Pete probably has the same you know, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I don't know what yours is like. What what's yours like? Have you got advice? Scrolling, Do you know, recent recently, um, food and uh, like, and which is, I say odd for me because I've been you know pretty healthy and healthy for a very very long time, but just like the overindulgent of a bit more chocolate, I'll just have a little bit. I'll have a little bit more. Oh fuck it! Do you know what? I'll I'll keep going. I'll have a little bit more and just like. That started off like once a week, twice a week. Now it's just like daily, and yeah. So that there is definitely it's the sugar, it's the sugary part, right? I mean, I'm not. It's not bad, but it's not like where I want it to be. It's all where it should be for the the level that I hold myself to. Yeah, and and that's it, right? And and this is and Pete sharing that is probably exactly the man we're speaking to. Is that a lot of you guys? You you might not have a chronic like porn addiction you might not actually do cocaine every single day or every single weekend but you've just got these little habits that creep in that just make you like 90 percent there instead of 110 percent. and i think that's the difference right like they're they're the kind of guys we work with best yeah it's like they've got their shit together they haven't got some some real kind of real big issues but it's just where it's a little bit out of kilter. We do actually have guys who've got addictions in the program, but they seek outside help. Yeah. So we're not claiming to be kind of your AA or your, your, you know, drug addicts anonymous, all that sort of stuff. We're saying like, Hey, there's a couple of things that there's out of kilter and we just need to get them back in check. So first of all, like how do we go about, um, really getting this under control? Well, the first of the how is, just the, the just for today mindset. So the, the Awaken 8 program, if someone, a guy's on there and he's committed to quitting porn, the only thing he needs to do is quit porn for today. And I love it kind of like sandwiches between the, what Steve Chandler says, just for today, right now. And the Jeff Bezos mindset is day zero. So every single day is day zero. So you're not actually doing eight weeks of no porn. You're doing, what is it? How many, seven times eight? Can't do that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> how many days of just saying that just for today, I'm not going to watch pornography. I'm not going to indulge in alcohol just for today. And that's the first commitment we make over anything else. So if I'm going out drink, I'm going out with my mates 
I've already made that commitment that just for today, I'm not drinking. So I'm going to find a new way to challenge myself, a new way to push myself to socialize without alcohol. And this is what a lot of guys have is like, they have a conditional mindset. Yeah. It's like, oh, but this, what a commitment is, it makes it non-negotiable. And so that's what I, I feel doing this as a group of guys. And, and I've got here, you know, I've got, we've got the document here. A Stanford researcher and two collaborators con- conducted an extensive review of Alcoholics Anonymous studies, studies and found the fellowship helps more people achieve sobriety than therapy does. This demonstrates how powerful quitting something in plain sight with the support of a brotherhood is. Like that, so that was off the Stanford um, medical uh, website, and it was really good. It's like, oh yeah, so the the, the support of a of, of a brotherhood whilst you're quitting something in plain sight. Now that was like that was in the actual document. It's like it's it's out in the front, you know, front and center. Like alcohol anonymous, it's an anonymous thing. You go there anonymously in the space which is held. People are openly talking about something they're quitting or getting rid of. So that's what we're going to invite into the, uh, the awakening. Eight. You're going to quit something in public. Yeah, I like it. I can oh, well, I absolutely see the power of that. You know, I see all the guys doing super well in the, in the group because there's a group of guys, it's, you know, so, and everyone supports each other and there's that level of accountability. Yeah. And I think it's that like thing is like, Oh, I've got this shameful habit. I've been doing this and everyone just goes, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. There's no, like, yeah, there's no judgment around that. Yeah. 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 No problem. And I don't think of you any differently. It's just a, it's just a thing is there's no, you know, I don't think of you any less as a man. You just, you've got, you've got a behavior, you've got a pattern that you need to get in check. So I think that's really helpful to have that support. And when you know that someone else is doing it and they're, it, I think there's just, there's so much power in that. Uh, and the, the the final thing I want to speak on today is is why why what what will happen when you give up these vices? So when you have these vices, um, you're going to get real up close and up close and, and personal with something called Part X. And we are going to do, or I'm going to definitely do a a whole session on Part X because I've learned so much about Part X um, from my mentor Kristen and Barry. Right. Part X is this part of us which is there to X out our potential. In moments where we are going to expand, we're going to grow, we're going to push into discomfort and grow, it's there to shut us down. Now, Part X, our part of us that is designed to keep us small, keep us safe, keep us unseen, uses things like impulses to control us. So we're being controlled and kept small by our impulses. Now, if you think about this, this is such an, this makes so much sense when you look at this. And I, and I, I didn't even really understand part X. I thought it was just a story. I just I thought it was these two clever psychologists that made up this story. And, but when he, they explained it like this, it made lots of sense. So you've got almost like spiritual physics. Yeah. So I think it's Newton's third law. Every force has an equal and opposing force. So your force to desire to want to grow and, and build your life is met with an equal and opposing force, which is part X, right? So if, you're, if you want to grow your life this year, you need to be very good at 
reducing that force, which is getting in your way, which is your part X to help you move forwards and grow. And, and I was like, that makes so much sense. Cause it, it's, that is, you know, it's a spiritual physics. And I was like, makes sense. Right. Okay. So what this means is that you get really, really clear on part like, oh, right. I've got, as soon as I t- about to take a risk, this part of me shows up and I want to go and watch porn. I want to go and scroll. I want to go and distract myself from the pain that I'm about to fear uh, to face. Yeah. Is this making sense? Pete? That, makes, that makes so much friggin' sense. Yeah. 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 I love that. Uh, yeah. I, I, I hadn't heard the, you know, the Newton part before with the opposing forces. I mean, I heard about the opposing forces, but yeah. not in just, um, the respect of how that affects us and, and how part X is the opposing force. I could literally like this morning I was reading, um, a new book. Oh, it's on my desk over there. Um, it's only a, it's only a short book and I was excited to read it and I got like a few pages in and then I just had this fucking urge just to pick up my phone and scroll. <laughs> the book is good. Right. And I can see like, how I can apply these things into our business yet. I had this urge to just pick my phone up and, and scroll. And I picked it, I picked it up as well. And I started, I opened Facebook and I was like, ah, oh, here I am caught myself and managed to put it down. But I can, I can see that, that those urges there, like when I'm about to learn something that's going to help us grow. Yeah. And I'm having to, and I'm having to do the work as well. Cause I've got to read and I've got a list, you know, probably read the, the pages four or five times over to really understand it. So I've got to do the work here. Yeah. You know, there's, there's part of me that's saying, Hey, don't do the fucking work. Just, just have a little scroll. Yeah. Right. Cause it's easy. Yeah, that's a and that's a, that's like a really tiny thing, just reading a book, right? But just you can just apply that on every level. Yeah, but the thing is, though, also you're a very good implementer of like. So Pete's one of Pete's master skills is he'll read something and go and implement it. So maybe your part X kind of knows that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. here's some scrolling, you know. Here's some scrolling. You turn around, don't implement. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like you know, Pete's a dad, right? I know his, his morning routine. He reads a book on the couch. There's there's a there's a limited time before Leo wakes up, and if you lose that moment, you've lost it for the day. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> he actually, he had, so I was reading my book, and um, it was, what time was this? It was six. Oh, I started reading at six in the morning. Um, he started like crying. I could hear him at like six thirty, and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I was expecting another fifteen minutes here. So absolutely. And if I'd used that time to scroll, I'd lost, I'd lost my window. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so see how this is so, um, it's so nuanced and like even high performers will, will struggle with this. It's like, you will do something. You'll, you'll check stats. You know, Frank Kern talked about this, right? So I went to Frank Kern's mastermind and he talked about this. He, he checked stats. That's his, that was his habit. He was like, oh, check stats, check stats. He was laughing about it on stage, but he was dealing with it very publicly. He's like, I've got, a, you know, hi, I'm Frank Kerr and I've got addiction to checking stats. Who else is here to check stats after every single email? Send an email, check stats. Do a little bit of that, check stats. And he said, like, he just talked about that. So it could be something that's like a, a behavior that seems like not too unhealthy, but you can still use that time more wisely. Okay, so... Here's how th- three most common ways part X shows up. And this is something that I wanted to share with you, like really importantly, if, if you're going to be, um, especially quitting numbing behaviors, right? So you get a relentless negative voice. So part of the reason we numb is because 
we have this relentless negative voice that pervades our life. So we then numb with a an action like porn, drugs, alcohol. Now, if you think about this, all the way through the week, if we've chosen comfort over growth, we're going to get a really loud voice on a Friday. Why do most people get a shit face on a Friday? They feel like they haven't done enough all week. Don't feel good about themselves. It's another week they've wasted, right? And I think there's something about that on the weekend, right? The second one, the second way that part X shows up is a powerful primitive feeling or an impulse. So that's like, I really need to go and jerk off. That's a primitive, you know, it's a primitive feeling. So it's anger and rage, a very primal feeling for a man. And they need to get rid of that. I need to, I'm thinking about sex. I'm thinking about women, thinking about doing something, you know, something like oh, where I'm going to assert my own force and power because they don't feel powerful. Yeah. So a powerful, primitive feelings that could also be hunger. Yeah. And the final one is a narrative that you've been victimized. Oh, poor me. This is hard. I deserve this drink. That could be one for you as well. And you're going to be faced with those those three ways that it shows up when you go through this process of giving them up. But you just got to be able to say, hey, Jeff, that's a part of me that's trying to dim my potential. It's trying to shut me down. And I'm going to really, really, um, I'm going to get front and center with this. I'm going to deal with this by taking the hard action that I know I need to go and take. Yeah. So, so like, that's my, you know, in terms of like what I've tried to do today, guys, is just give you a, an insight to one of the steps on the awakened date and equally champion this, this, this idea that giving up pornography is, is something that you should consider or at least reduce. And it's not easy. It's not socially acceptable. I've had guys just judge me and say, oh yeah, you'll be giving up, uh, you know, breathing next and all sorts of stuff. I, when I've you know, said to my friends, like, oh God, Ben, you give up everything, but I feel better than ever. You know, I feel real much better than ever. Um, I'm, I'm happier. My relationship is improving and it's, and it's an arena that I really want to, to get better at. And you know, I think there's, there's levels to this. So I, I really wanted to, to share that with you today and invite you to join me. I'm Pete and a, a load of other guys. Um, all of our guys in the tribe are doing this and this is free. You know, it's a free opportunity to get around high performing men that are doing these habits. Um, yeah, it's a challenge, a free challenge. Yeah, free challenge. There's nothing's for sale. It's just an opportunity to get around guys, meet a few guys that are actually into these kind of things where, you know, self-betterment, there's going to be like other things we've talked about on a previous podcast. If you're interested in joining the the challenge uh, for eight weeks, uh, you feel like it's going to improve your life, your relationship, all you need to do is head on over to menspod.com. Yeah, and the challenge is going to begin on the uh, 6th of March, but we've got a workshop on the 3rd of March where we're going to go through all of the habits. If Even if you just decide not to commit fully to all of the, the habits, you're going to get a lot of value from, from being on that workshop anyway. So uh, come on, join us. Cool. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers for listening, guys. Take care. Hey, man, it's Ben here. Listen, if you're a high-performing man who likes to set himself big goals and challenges and you find yourself getting in your own way, self-sabotaging, perhaps being beaten down by patterns on behaviors that stop you from getting that big breakthrough, we've got something just for you. We created a Beat Your Inner Enemy seven-part audio series, which literally just drops into your podcast audio uh, app 
that you can listen to to not only just spot the the way that your inner enemy shows up, but it will give you practical solutions to help you overcome the patterns and behaviors that have perhaps got in your way in the past. We've had guys listen to this, get straight in touch with us and say thank you so much because it's helped them enormously spot something that they've been battling for years. So all you need to do to to download this podcast series is head on over to www.innerenemy.com and it'll just download straight into your Spotify or your Apple podcast or however you listen to your podcast and you can consume it as short episodes and they're super impactful and transformational. Head on over to www.innerenemy.com and enjoy that audio series. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.